Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. All right, so I'm TJ Makers, I'm the of the 88 Cup car, the uh, 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 truck. And joining me, Brett Ripon Slaughter for Clint Boyer. Give my hands another big one. We're loud, people. And our lovely half-shirted co-host. Uh, hey guys, it's KB from JRM, marketing and sponsorship, and welcome to Door Bumper Clear, live from Whiskey River in the Epicenter. It's still your show. It's still my show. So we'd like to thank our sponsors, One Man Financial and Exalta. Normally we're in the Exalta studios, but we are here with you lovely people that I cannot really see right now, but we're stoked to get this started. And Clint, you're a very special person for agreeing to do this. What what does Brett have on you that you agree to do this on a race weekend? Well, obviously when when Brett asks you to do something, you know it's going to be fun. I had no idea that it was going to be this. I drove like a maniac down here. I've been cutting hay all day. Finally got it all rolled up. Got that done. You've been cutting hay? And I was looking forward to having that glass of ice water right there. Uh, so I could cut that ice water. <laughs> yes. So I'm, this is my first podcast. So bear with me. Uh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Thank God. I think she does. Because these two, they don't. They uh, they sing for a living. And, and I can't believe you guys have a radio show. <laughs> So we're actually the number one podcast in all NASCAR. I don't know if we told you that before we started. We're the only podcast in NASCAR. We're the only one. I still complain. So nonetheless, like you're on the number one show. We actually beat Dale Jr. show every week. That's how big a deal this is. Does Dale Jr. even show up for his show? He uh, does it at like 8 o'clock in the morning. That's that's, see, this is a whole new deal. I don't even know this new Dale that you've... No, no. I don't, I don't know what you guys do. I don't know where to this guy used to be Elvis. He was up all night, slept all day, and now he's wearing spandex and riding bikes, and he'll call you at like 6 or 30 in the morning. What? He quit hanging out with you. He quit hanging out with you. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to have a lot of fun. He's changed. Ten years ago, it was a, it was a bag of beef jerky and a, and a Pepsi. Now it's, now it's spandex and bicycling and... When are you going to start? And he's retiring. I mean, you're doing all this work to quit. I don't get it. I don't even It's backwards. If you're going to quit, drink. Ah, yes, I would be back to the old ways. Anheuser-Busch products only. That would be my diet. I'm, I'm going out. Or after Lewis. Dale spelled it. Shameless self-promotion. Hey, show Hayes. How many people are here for the race? Yeah. Woo! That was awesome. Love us, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. everything else. And I don't even know that it's legal to have a podcast in an episode. I'm pretty sure they don't either. So, Do we have the proper permits? Yeah. yeah. Before we fire off into this thing, there's, there's a lot of talk about segments tonight's stages. Clint and I were drinking beer on his boat no in Missouri years ago. And I don't know if it was the first beer or the tenth beer, but he said, you know what we need in NASCAR? We need halftimes. So I guess if you remember that moment where we talked about it, my question before we fire into this thing is, 
Do you think the stages are working for what you ultimately saw that we need to integrate? I think they are. I think they're they're serving a lot of good purposes. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, of the points, uh, like the regular season points part of it, because I think it protects a lot of people. You can have a good qualifying session, a fast car or something, and fumble the ball by the end of the race and, and uh, you know not have a, a good finish and still be okay and be protected because of the, the stage points. I love the stage points um, on the aspect of the, the playoff system. I think it's going to be very interesting and, and uh, important to uh, to have those and be established in those when we get to the playoffs. And, and then this is to break up the race. Uh, yeah, we did have that conversation. I've been saying that for a long time. I thought it needed to be a competition, caution, segment, stage, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we needed to break up these races, break up those long runs, and make it more entertaining for the fans at all times, not just uh, you know a restart. So what do you do during these breaks? I know you get bored in that car. I don't go and take a pee break. This what sucks. My spotter is one of the only ones. If the caution comes out, this is what my man says. Caution job. Pee break. Be back in a minute. I mean, we all do that. Drop the mic. He's gone. How does that even? I mean, it's. How about me? I got to pee. You can go too. No. Oh, it starts like pissing out. Well, all right. Then go watch you just piss your pants. And then we'll just see. You know why it tells you. car and a spotter up there all the way. You know why it tells you, right? Because like 10 years ago at Martinsville, he was in the bathroom and Elliot hit something at Martinsville. He's like, Brett, where are you at? I'm in the bathroom. So he also got busted. Clarifies yeah. and okays the clearance. He has clearance for doing so. When we say we're going to the bathroom, be back in a minute, you're on your own. Like, you, we are not any help for a few minutes. We're done with these things. What are the <laughs> guidelines on this sheet? Is there any way? Is there a chance in hell we're going to be able to you find this spot all in the We'll just put this here. Yeah. You just follow along. Uh, you want pen to draw? We'll sit around your spotters for the night. You ready? <laughs> so the stages, I think, are good. Do you guys agree? One, two, <laughs> <laughs> got two. All right, so we're gonna go into the spot on, spot off se se section of our night, all right? And this is where I give you guys this topic, you say spot on. If Your shirt sure is spot on, by the way. Thank you. What shirt? Okay. And then spot off, you don't agree with it, and I hate but Jesus. <laughs> Could be off in that scenario, that story that you just said. What do you think? 
Uh, you know, I don't know, I was caught off too, because like you said, I think Carl may have wanted to drive probably, but maybe uh, maybe there's some things for reasons why I can't. Um, I don't I'm not a Carl fan anyway, so it's pop off. Here's what we know, we know they called him. We know he said no, so they didn't make it worth his while in my opinion. This is the best case scenario for this guy. Come back, one race, you know, have a chance to transfer into the big race, make a million bucks. I don't know, I, I think they're crazy for not making it happen, but spot all for it. He did say he had a large soybean crop that he had to tend to. Hey man, as somebody's been working on the, on the ground to put hay up, it is, it's a busy time of year right now. Spot on, spot on. Four stages for the Coke 600 next week. TJ. Uh, I mean, it's either that or debris, so I'll go spot on. Um, you know, I, the brakes are good. I like mine back up and, and reset the field a little bit. And, and uh, I'd rather know what's coming than get it when you hit pit road and later the caution comes out and you're a lap down there at the end. I'd rather know what's coming. I'm spot off, but man, I'm digging down tonight. I'm spot off on this too because I think uh, why the hell should the Coke 600 have more points than the Daytona 500? The Daytona 500 is the biggest race of the year. It, it is. Period. And a Coke 600 rewards more points? Nah. I'm thinking pee breaks, not points. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I, I saw them just because they just came out of it. Like, it's not like they all of a sudden have been stage racing and now they're saying, oh, look, guys, you know, two was a magic number, now we're going to go three, now we're going to go four. Like, you can't wait two weeks before the Super Bowl and say, okay, we're going to play five quarters. Or two weeks before the World Series, we're going to play ten innings. I think teams prepare all year for strategy, and you just threw another you know, curveball at us. And once again, it's, it's that whole change thing, which we talked about on the show. Make it stop. Make, make it just stop. Well, I mean, you're trying to reward points, but and then all of a sudden you're, you're in a situation where, hey, put yourself in a seat. If you were to crash going for that first segment um, points right there and crashed out, now you've got three sets of segment points that somebody can stack up against you, not to mention the finish of the race that they can stack up against you. I mean, that's, it, it picks you back in a box of uh, protection mode and, and, and taking care of business and not racing for, uh, you know, necessarily that stage win or whatever else that it was intended to. At least it's coming for me. I think we look at Mark Truex's race, was it last year, where he won and he did it three and a half hours or whatever the number was. I think we just made this a five and a half hour race rule. You know, this, uh, this day, how long? That's Kansas was 400 miles. That's the threshold right there, but uh, uh, <laughs> Kansas was 400 miles and it was four hours. So what does that do to this race? It's too long. It's a bottom line. How many times can it? There's going to be people pass out, roll back up, and at it again. <laughs> Maybe some here. <laughs> Maybe some over here. They can watch the race, come here, have some drinks, a shot, go back to the race, watch halftime, come back for the third segment, watch it here, and then get back over there for the last of it. Spot off. <laughs> I got a spot on, spot off just for you. Okay. Brett Griffin as a spotter. That's spot this isn't in the show. <laughs> I didn't see that in the in the brochure. <laughs> anyway, but no, I think Brett's perfect for me. I mean, everybody knows I, I potentially am a candidate for a little bit of ADD issues, and, and uh, I think he is too. So he, he sees me, you know, fixing the loop out and reels me back in. He doesn't have that same chemistry with, with Junior. Yeah, we don't lose each other like that. What do you you let you swerve on straightaways and zigzag and stuff? Starts happening. Or? See, here's the thing. Well, I, I ain't gonna say anything. Your guys, I don't know. You gonna pick on me? I, I never was out of the car for a long time. Brett, Brett always tells us about your ADD, so I just wonder what you know, what, what are the symptoms are like swerving. Brett um, has the worst case of ADD of any human being that ever between two feet. Period. Anybody have met? Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. One Main Financial is the largest consumer finance company in the United States, and it dates back over 100 years. TJ, I did not know that, but I did know that if you were in need of a loan and your finances have taken a turn, One Main can help. So race down to the closest One Main branch and get back on track. 
you know that with more than 1,700 locations, there is bound to be one near you. There's actually one really close to us where we're at right now. So find your closest one main at onemainfinancial.com. Lending made personal. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Yeah, that was big. Uh, 
and call me weird, call me whatever. When Casey Kane got voted in and they went and won the race and won a billion bucks, I mean, you get voted in, nobody has you. Everybody's got you rode off for a win, and he went off and won the race. I thought that was awesome. I thought Casey's win stood out to me too, but it's hard not to go back and think about the first thing you think of is the pass in the grass and, and stuff like that. I hate it. I hate agreeing with Brett, but I gotta go with him on this one. Spot off. I, I think I mean, looking at the open rules, you know, Michael Walter won the race, went on to win a million bucks. He was kind of the first guy to say, oh wow, that's an elite win. And now we kind of diluted taking four people out of the open, which I'm not a big fan of. I think it should be one or two, you know, a fan vote and then the winner of the race. We kind of staged it to death too, so to speak. But nonetheless, I mean, it's still, it's still a full cool race. But the all-star race, the all-star event is all to the wall for a million bucks, which is the coolest thing. And all I can hope for with this entire compound deal is that the word arrow push maybe comes a little bit less significant because as we saw these cars evolve, the faster they went, the more the arrow push prevailed, and the guys second on back, they, they didn't have a chance to win if they didn't get the right row again when we were doing all those inversions and all those other things. And the only the other thing that I, I told him, and I just, I've said this for a long time, it's a million bucks. Pays a million bucks to win the All-Star Race. Give me a million bucks. I want a big, happy, Gilmore fake check. I can't take that. Yeah, hey, I want a briefcase or a bag, a double bag full of one million dollars. <laughs> An M250 bag full of We're going straight to the men's club. Hey, you know, maybe I should have said that. Uh, Laura, listen to this. <laughs> I don't know that anybody's listening. <laughs> All right, so I have a question that's not on here. What do you guys have to pick for the uh, the fan pick for the All Star race? Clint, the Wonder Woman. You got Danny. What is Chase in it too? Yeah. yeah. Chase is a he's a big deal these days. The ladies like him. Little punk. He'll get it. He'll get it. Chase is number one, but I think he's like us. He's got a really good chance of advancing. So I think that, I think she still may be the, the favorite, just depending on how that goes. Unless we get another sponsor that they get on there and click a bunch. Didn't Josh Wise get on there? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely. I guess her luck hasn't been very good lately, though. <laughs> so there is that. Yeah, Josh Wise. Very. You know, call along. Do you think NASCAR should have a fan council and lean on the council for feedback? Clint? Nah. <laughs> you don't want all these people to vote? Nah, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> we're still going to see that second. That's the last second. I don't know. I, I think it's good. I think it's, it's, I don't like and I don't feel comfortable asking for a vote because mine should be in that thing already and I should be taking care of business. So this question is, the fan do you council. think that NASCAR should have a fan council? So you're going to have a fan vote. Uh, <laughs> yes, I think it's positive. I think it, everybody needs to know that fans are part of this sport. They're the biggest part of this sport. And it's important for us to know what they want, what they, what they think they want, and uh, you know, go after that on a weekly basis, so no matter where we're at, short track, intermediate, um, play. It's, it's important to know what the fans are, are looking for and then what they think is entertainment. It'd be interesting to see the results if you had, you know, different age variations and stuff. Some of the older ones would be more classic stuff and the new age would probably want softer tires, more close racing and stuff like that. But I think it'd be interesting. If you're on the fan council, I just want to say to you, I think this is the dumbest thing we do. Because we have executives that make millions and millions and millions of dollars to make decisions, and they're leaning on a very small niche of people. When I look at Twitter, they're all very negative. So I don't know where these folks come from, but if we can't manage, does the NFL have this? Does, does the NBA have this? Like, why, why are we leaning on a very small percentage of the fan base to drive these things? We know who our fans are. They're hardworking, blue-collar people who love racing. So those people are on this team, so I guarantee it to you. At the end of the day, they want excitement. You know what they want. It's a struggle to deliver it sometimes, but it's, you don't need them to tell you all the time to his point what they want because nine times, I guarantee you. How many think 
Kansas Speedway, excluding the wreck, obviously that was horrible, but was the race entertaining? For a mile and a half track, was that one of the best entertainments you've had in a long time, a mile and a half? See, problem is, I don't know how to duplicate it. So, if we put out to the fan council what they want, or if they thought Kansas was good or bad, they would all say yes, I think. And uh, you just, you can't duplicate that every week. It's always something that they just run there weekly. You like that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Spot on, you that spot on, DJ. That's great. Regan Smith will be filling in for the injured Eric Alamrola in Saturday's Monster Energy Open at Charlotte Speedway. Spot on. That's not a part of this. Oh. Also, you're stuck at TJ's first. If you you would have picked TJ. You only have 30 seconds. Regan is a solid uh, filler. He filled in for the 88 car when Delvin was out there. Um, he did a great job with that. And this is something we talked about last year too. We had we talked about Reedy Smith possibly going to RPM as a driver um, in silly season there. So this is a really a surprise to us or new. I think Reedy's a, a perfect uh, you know candidate for this. I think he's he, he has the experience, he's done it, um, he can fill in, he can work with the crews. He's a good guy. You know, and he's eager and hungry for the opportunity. So you got to think of that too. Um, who can get in this car and, and perform at their highest level um, you know, with the experience and everything else, not have the jitters, and then more importantly, who's hungry for the opportunity and can do the best job possible? I think that's me. I mean, we talked about it on the show, and I said my top three picks would be Carl Edwards, Greg Bill, and Wallace. They called Carl, he said no. Bubba, I'm told, actually was told no because he had to have at least one points cup start before he could run an all-star event, which I respect. Can't just show up and try to be an all-star event. And they skipped Biffle, which I was really surprised at. So I agree with that. Beyond those three, um, I think it made the most sense. Well, I mean, when you look at Ford as a, as a, as a, as a manufacturer, who are they going to get? Because their only real options from a development standpoint are Bubba Wallace and Ryan Reed, Cole Custer, but he had been there long. So, I mean, when you look at Ford's manufacturer, like, who are you going to get? You go back to a Ford guy, which for me was Carl, then Biffle, and then I think Bubba's the most talented guy that's not in a full-time cup deal. So, I'm told that my sources are wrong once a That's here. way past 30 seconds. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The day in here. Dang. I'm out. Hey, I agree with you though. I guarantee you the best two candidates were Regan and, and, and Greg Biffle. I would have went, those would have been my first two calls. Alright, we're going off the wall topic. You ready? I'm going to put you first, just put you first. That's what I was thinking. You're going to call it. The NBA playoffs could come down to a rematch between Steph Curry and the Bulls. Oh, <laughs> so tonight you want to do things a little different and let the audience ask their questions. Does anyone 
want to ask Brett a question? I got a stream that I'm sure that God can ask. You want to ask Brett a question? Can't be an asshole and not ask a question. Oh, no.
think, uh, you mean first race ever? Are you from Charlotte? She's from Texas. Oh, yeah. So everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. And you, so here's the thing. You already have it instilled inside you to have fun and know how to have fun. People in Texas get it. They know how to have fun. So just try not to get thrown in jail. Um, have fun. Have fun down here this episode. Yeah. This area down here is so much fun. And then the track out there, there's so much to see out there. Um, it's a it's an old track. It's been around a long time. I think the uh, the groove, you know, when you get down to the nuts and bolts of the racing, the groove is something to always watch. If they can really get that outside rolling, it always seems to be just, you know, lightning out there, and you can really get rolling. Tell them what a groove is for anyone else who doesn't know. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I've really never been there. I guess the groove is where they're racing, you know. Obviously, the fastest way around is the shortest way around. This is a very fast racetrack. You're upwards of 200 miles an hour on a mile and a half track. So you've got to move around. The, early on when you, the tires are brand new, you're going to be the shortest way around. As they wear out, you try to make that track as big as possible and then you get up there right next to the wall and uh, get things rolling. So those are the things that I always you know, enjoy watching on these mile and a half. Enjoy about a mile and a half. If they can't produce side-by-side multi-group racing, they're going to suck. My favorite thing about Texas is when we get off the airplane, the first people that we see say, welcome to Texas. Love that hospitality. Come on. Your turn. You're not going to ask what's his favorite track, are you? I actually have a question for Brett. Oh. Are you sure you want to do yeah, that? I'm sure. I want to know what the most challenging or the most exciting part of the first slide. Uh, you know, actually, it, it's being friends. I mean, and I think that's the coolest part is two of the three guys that I work with on the Cup Series are two of my closest friends in the sport. So to get to do what I do, be as invested as I am, with a friend of mine that's out there racing going 200 miles an hour, I mean, you want the best for him, it's the best for his family. And when we win races, I usually get free Trader Grills. <laughs> Is that a check? Do you want a grill? <laughs> yeah, no, no. But I mean, that's, that's the coolest part about it, honestly, guys, is just a relationship. Um, the most challenging part about it is when he calls me a stupid <laughs> Can you say that in the box? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta edit that. First job, Dang. First job, Dang. That was a. Is there like a five second? Is there anybody that's controlling or managing this program? What is the dumbest thing he's ever said to you on the radio? That was one of them, right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the nah, he, uh, he never really, man. The thing is, is, he has so much fun, and he's this guy, even on the radio, but he's always spot on. And, and I'm serious when I say that. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is, his, his insight. Uh, and the way he looks at it is always right, in my opinion, and, and uh, that's all the record. Yeah. No, I'm serious, and it's important to know how it's far. Hell, when you say clear, I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> clear and near sound a lot like Yeah, so if I ever, if he ever clears me and we flip 17 times, catch on fire, that's what he's going to get. You know damn well when you get out, he's going to say, well, I said near, I didn't say clear. So, all right, all right. I don't know what I heard either. I don't remember anything. I appreciate that. Go ahead, brother. So on the race head, they had the, the deal with you to talk about it on that. Yeah. What's the real story on that? Go ahead and say it on air. Uh, well, we did, but then they edited it out. Right. You know that whole men's cabaret thing? Yeah, that's kind of that. On our Fox deal, we did that Fox Sports interview when I got that lifetime contract at the end of the deal. At Marksville. Yeah, honestly, God, man, we were running in a lot of the same circles. I mean, to Clint's point, Dale Jarrett, Elliot Sadler, guys that I grew up with before Clint got here. And I think Clint got here to kind of idolize those guys because they knew how to be competitive when the races and they knew how to go have fun. So we kind of got in the same circles. And timing, too. Timing worked out great. He even needed a spot right when you became available, and it kind of worked out good, too. So and I got fired from my cigar. It worked out perfect. <laughs> Never been so happy to 
probably riding his bike. Honestly, he's probably riding his bike right now. Probably finishing mile 57 right now. So. He's Hoonville. Eating that or watching You go out there and it's like vacation. Uh, your wife takes off on a wine tasting tour with all the other wives. You get back from the track and you're like, my God, what happened? Yes, all the red Driving Greg Bipple's bus, he was a friend of mine. I had no idea where I even been down there. So 
If we win, y'all need to all come to Clint's Plus. Trust me. Or Bickles. Chuck, I'll take you out. We got more free stuff. Anybody else have questions? If not, we're going to wrap this thing up. Whole bunch of tickets to Pocono. Anybody know how to get to Pocono, Pennsylvania from here? Show, get up here. We got tickets. Oh, we got shots. That's even better than tickets. That's crap if you want to hit him. Damn, where is he at? Is this normal? Shots on your radio? Yes, or whatever it is. They've done shots in the morning before on the show. What is this? You guys, this is my I'm on my own podcast. This is just terrible. Take shots, people. I don't take it, the line gets longer. I know. You guys... You got a question? Yes. All right. You got a free shot on this question. Oh, yeah. All right. With the new the oh, salt tires, if, if everybody goes home, we get a call, let's say, free last wave. Will that, and I get a heat cycle on the salt tires, will that even be off the back for everybody else? Probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. And, and again, I had said, uh, you know, earlier I was talking to Booga about that very thing. You know, the soft tires after a cycle, who knows, that might be it, right? If, if it goes green, you might be fine. If it's a caution, gets another cycle, they put hard tires on, they may not have the advantage, who knows? Cycles on tires suck. All right. So, cycles on tires, I don't know why it's been a huge deal this year, so I don't know that it matters if it's a soft tire or a hard tire. If the, the caution comes out and they're able to put tires on, they're probably going to have an advantage, no matter what they are. Is that a full beer in your pocket? No, I wish it was. No, it's, okay. it's a signed empty. Okay, See, your fans are drunk. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap this thing up. Tim Butter, thanks for the shot. I've actually never seen TJ do a shot, so I won't put him on the spot in public, because otherwise I know he'll be a wuss about it. Cheers. Thank you, guys. Brad Keselowski, I'm really sorry to let you guys down, but uh, a, a lesser name is now here in the building. He's over by the bowl. Go give him a shout-out, give him a hug, tell him that uh, Thor Bumper Clear set him over. TJ, is that a new spot for What's he doing? Should we break some news here on Door Walker Clear? Who are you going to spot for? Uh, Clint. <laughs> no! <laughs> I just have to like Tom Neal. Yeah! <laughs> you think you can bring any of those swarm of fans that you have? That's the point, man. Look at these. Where do you think FaceTime? Check out these guys at the bar back there. There you go. There's Doug. That's great. You're eating. Not only is the radio podcast a bunch of drunks, it looks to me like you're evening and entertainment. The singer is at the bar drinking, so it's going to be horrible. All right, so this is the part of the podcast where we go into a rant, where normally Brett goes into a rant about something he's so pissed off about earlier that week. So generally, they bring their own topic. Do you have anything? I don't know. I didn't know that the rant was part of the deal. Spot off.
my ring. They don't look manly at all. No. I don't think you get beat. I don't think they beat them up on the road. Just run over. Because you should get beat up. If you catch yourself in spandex, it was your guy. Not only has spandex, they were they had like uh uh No, they had suspenders. Spenders on the spandex. It was terrible. It's called a bib. And I respect this, you son of a bitch. This is a man, not a woman. If it was you, you know, I ever rode a bike. That's the other thing that I hate about it. And they're they're doing it for for a workout, right? So let's put on the most sleek outfit we can possibly get. That way, wind or nothing will bother us, and we can ride. How about just put on a parachute and ride two minutes and be done? Do you know what happened last time you rode a bike with a motor? I rode a wheelie into the wall, didn't you? It was, a, it was a lamb. Remember the motorcycle? It was a 450. That's something. They had more horsepower than your own. Whatever you have. You know what my favorite part about the what do you think is? I think you shaved Dale Jr.'s back right before he puts that shirt on. Do you put his shoes on? Like, do you run down and put his shoes on, his gloves, and then get back out of there? I would if the painted on. You didn't have to say that. Do you know what TJ stands for? Thank you, Shooter. That's it. That's the end of the show. <laughs> it would be better if he What are you going to say? Who is doing that? Listen, I can't tell you. It was the public. He's not shot a fireball. His brain's not working. I can say whatever I want. You have said whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you should. That was actually really quick for you and spot on for you. You're out of control. It's early, too. Can we stop this? It's okay. Let's wrap it up. This is normal. You know this. Right? You're the mediator of this. What do you? Uh, I just the final thing. I wanted to know who you thought would win the All Star race, but then I thought you you're going to win. So if I win, I promise, promise this. If I win, I will be back here, and Jr. will open this thing. We'll burn it down. Yeah. Right here. We're unfiltered. Thanks for listening. Don't want to play it. Thanks for coming by. We appreciate you. Hey, hold on, Brad. I think Keselowski's over at the Bull Bar. He texting TJ. Drinks at the bull bar, Brad is, you know what? Um, if he's not, see a guy named Hovis, he'll take care of it. Um, David Hovis. Yeah, David Hovis. Why is Brad? Is he riding the bull? If enough people pay, he probably will. Are you going to ride the bull? Kristen. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear, brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 